Welcome to the Outsourcing Pharma podcast, keeping you up to date with key issues across the drug industry. I'm Gareth McDonald. Contract research is a hot topic for the pharmaceutical industry at the moment, with developers seeking to squeeze best value out of research budgets and new safety regulations affecting how and where trials are carried out. Joining me today is Frost & Sullivan analyst Banath Shankat to discuss the CRO sector's current standing and future development. Barath, thanks for speaking with me today. To get the ball rolling, how healthy is the contract research sector at the moment, given the global economic downturn? I think the fundamentals for outsourcing remain strong. Uh, in the short term, we're going to see uh, some sort of a hit uh, to the sector, mainly from the M&A activity in the pharma and biotech industry, as well as uh, tightening of uh, the credit situation. But uh, increased outsourcing in the mid to long term from the cost-cutting measures that uh, these companies are putting into place is likely to continue to uh, maintain and sustain the growth levels that uh, we've seen in the past. With that in mind, has the way that in which the drug industry uses CROs changed in the last few years? Definitely. I think uh, what, what we've seen is in, in the past, uh, um, CROs uh, used to be this transactional service provider where companies used to go to them for, for running trials. Uh, but increasingly, we're seeing them being more integrated into the into the value chain in terms of the type of projects they handle. There's um, more of a strategic approach to using the CROs. Uh, a very good example of this would be the the recent Covance Eli Lilly deal, where uh, Covance decided to lease uh, the uh, Lilly facility uh, on on a long term basis uh, and absorb all the employees. So. This, this kind of a situation where companies are looking to shut down or sell off their uh, facilities, although they would still still need uh, the resources to handle some of the work, uh, CROs would, would uh, have to adjust and are also looking to adjust their business model to kind of fit into that, uh, uh, that niche. So clearly some interesting opportunities in the market. Moving on then, uh, what emerging regulatory pressures and drug industry demands do you think will be of most significance for CROs going forward? Sure. Uh, I think safety studies. I think that's that's something that's been uh, talked about a lot in the, in the press. Uh, you know, the the FDA is pushing for greater uh, uh, FDA uh, safety results, and I think uh, CROs are adjusting uh, their business model to suit that uh, that level of information that the FDA is requiring. Also, uh, you're seeing a lot of global trials, large scale global trials being run. Um, harmonization of the data uh, is, is an important part of. Uh, uh, the regulatory pressure in terms of being able to run these trials in different uh, regions and uh, capturing all of them uh, using different uh, platforms and uh, electronic data capture systems. I think uh, the, the CROs have done really well in adjusting to those pressures. A lot of them uh, work very closely with CTMS vendors, and I think that's the integration uh, with, with CTMS and, and CROs I think is, is very important for the future growth of the industry. And finally on the CRO sector itself, the last few years has seen significant consolidation. Obviously, you've mentioned Covance previously. What ha- impact has this consolidation had on the industry? And do you see this trend continuing in the medium term? I actually see two parts to this question. One, uh, the, the consolidation in, in the sponsor side uh, within the pharma and biotech sector. I think that usually in the short term has a negative impact uh, in, the, in the early 2000, uh, late 1990s when the pharma industry went through a consolidation cycle, the CRO sector was was uh, badly hit, usually because of the consolidation, uh, companies tend to cut down on the number of service providers that they work with. But within the CRO sector itself, uh, the consolidation, I think, I think it's going to be uh, over the next one or two years, you're going to see a, a, a 
a consolidation happening in in the top tier uh, as well as the bottom tier, um, mainly because of uh, uh, issues with with the sponsor side. You know, companies defaulting on payments. We've we've seen that happening with PharmaNet, where you know one of their uh, sponsors was was uh, not able to commit to the payments, and they had uh, taken a big hit, and they're not uh, up for sale. Barath, thanks very much for providing those insights today. I really appreciate that. For further expert opinion on the pharmaceutical industry, please visit outsourcingpharma and infarmatechnologies.com.